Hey friend, motherhood gets hard. Entrepreneurship gets hard. But together, we can do hard things. This is the Mom CEO Suite. In the suite, there's no shade and no shaming. Just sharing and support so we can all thrive at this intersection of motherhood and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Felicia, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. Join me as I share my journey, challenges, and aha moments, along with the experiences and expertise of other modern-day moms in business. Welcome to the suite. Hey, friend. Welcome to another episode. Now, at the time of this recording, it is Financial Literacy Month, and so to get in the spirit of the month, this episode that you're listening to and also the next three episodes will have a financial theme to them. So make sure you listen, rate, and review these episodes. Today, I'm going to be talking about the best and worst financial investments I have made in business. And along this journey, I've made a ton of mistakes. I've made a ton of investments. Some of them were good and some of them were not so great. And so I want to share that with you today. I'm going to start with the worst investments that I've made. So I only have a few in each category. And as I go through, this is just my experience. And so I'm not saying because I had a bad experience. There's reasons why these were not great experiences and I'll get into that. But just because it wasn't a good experience for me, does not necessarily mean that it won't be a good experience for you. And so let's go ahead and just hop right into this. So number one, one of the worst investments that I made in my business were joining group programs that did not address my immediate needs. And so in business, there's this feeling of thinking that a particular program is going to be the one thing that you need to experience the growth that you're desiring. But the challenge with that is if that program is not addressing the real issue in your business, then it's not going to be beneficial. You might be able to go through it and learn some things, but it's not going to yield you the results that you're necessarily looking to see. And so this was the case for me where I just signed up for programs that really did not address what the real problem in my business was. And so in this situation, this was not to say that the program was not a good program because it was a great program. Uh, it was a great teacher. It just was not right for me at the time. And it was an investment that I did not see a return on. I should have done more evaluation to really figure out what the gaps were in my business so that I could find a solution that addressed that immediate need. Um, so that was the first bad investment that I, well, not chronologically first, but first in my list for today. Okay, so joining a group program that didn't address my immediate needs. The next bad investment that I made which is kind of similar, but also a little bit different, is signing up for all of the courses that I did not finish. I know I can't be the only one with this. How many courses and classes have we purchased and downloaded and we only get through module one? Again, this is not to say that the program or the content was bad, just me at the time of 
signing up for these things, I did not have the capacity to go forth with the program or it just wasn't an urgent enough need. And so when we're thinking about the investments, one of the things that you want to think about is what is my capacity to really show up and do my part with this investment that I have just made? And when we're doing things like hiring a coach or signing up for courses or programs, we have to put in some work. And these investments ended up not being great for me because there was work that needed to be done that I did not do. And so I said in, in 2023, I wasn't signing up for any more courses or any more programs unless it addressed an immediate need or gap in my business. And I had the capacity to actually show up and participate in the program. All right. The next thing that I invested in that was not great was a sponsorship. And I've done a few sponsorships and some of them were good, but one in particular was not good. In my opinion, again, not because of the person, um, but I just did not see the return on the investment that I was expecting. And so in this situation, what I would do differently is really do more due diligence on the front end to see what their results with other clients were to see if I would be getting something comparable and I would just have a different level of expectation going into the situation. But at the time when I made this investment, I was looking for a particular outcome based on my sponsorship, and I did not get that outcome. On the front end, if I were to do this all over, I would definitely um, talk more specifically about what I would be receiving through the sponsorship, um, what I would be guaranteed, and and see what some expected outcomes would be. I did not do that. I did not get a return on investment. And so for me, this was not a good investment. Again, this this is not to say that sponsorships are not good, that they are not beneficial because I have participated in some that have been good. But in this particular situation, it just did not pan out that way. And then the final thing on my list for worst investments. And actually, this is on my worst investments and also my best investments. So I saved this one for last here. It's software. Y'all, I love tech. I love software. And I'm always playing around in it. And it's so easy to get shiny object syndrome when it comes to software. You know, just always signing up for or purchasing the new thing or the thing that does something cool that you think you need in your business. And I have purchased a ton of software that either I did not use or that just was not beneficial to me. And so when you're looking at software, I would really just reevaluate if it's something that you really need in your business. For example, I purchased, um, what was it? I purchased, oh, a social media scheduler. And I purchased it because I liked one of their features that they had. And I thought one of the challenges that I had in my business was being consistent with producing content on social media. And so I thought that by purchasing this social media scheduler, that it would push me to create content on a more consistent basis. But that was not the case. I used the software for maybe a week. 
And the real issue, this is going back to like why the group program didn't work in the beginning. The real issue was that that software did not really address a, a gap or an immediate need in my business. The real issue was my messaging issue. It was hard for me to create content because I didn't have a solid message. It was hard for me also to create content because I was doing it on Instagram. I was trying to do, you know, the the pretty post and I didn't like creating those posts. And so a solution to that was me just downloading uh, a template pack for $12 instead of purchasing, you know, software for a couple of hundred dollars. So again, this goes back to making the point of you really have to understand what the needs and the gaps are in your business and make investments based on that, based on where you're trying to get next, not where you're trying to get 10 steps from now, but where are you trying to get next and then make your investments based on that. And don't invest thinking that it's going to push you or motivate you to do something that you should have been doing already. You have to have that desire before you make the investment. So that is what I will say about that. And so software, like I said, it is on my worst investment, but it's also on my list of best investments because I have come across some tools, the ones that I use heavily in my business, they are essential. The way that I can set up automations, it saves me time. I'm busy. I'm a mom, a wife, entrepreneur. There's so much going on. And being able to program these softwares with automation workflows, it helps so much. And so for sure, there's certain software, certain tools that I have invested in that have been super beneficial. And I have definitely seen the return on investment. The next thing that's on my list of best investments is investing in a mastermind. And for me, this was an amazing investment because I mentioned in a previous episode that I used to operate in a silo. But having a community of other entrepreneurs who have the same type of mindset, who support, who give feedback, it has been essential to my growth and to my mindset just being strengthened this year in my business. And that was something that I needed. And so investing in this mastermind has been one of my best investments. The next thing on my list is an accountant, right? We need to have financial professionals assisting us or walking alongside us in our business to make sure that we're just in compliance and doing the things that we need to do. I remember years ago, Before I had a business, but still years ago, I was doing my taxes on TurboTax and just doing it myself. And when it comes to your finances and your business, that is not what you want to do. You do not want to DIY your finances and your taxes unless you are a tax professional. But if not, you definitely want to hire somebody. And so I did that a couple of years ago. And it's just one less thing that I have to worry about and just having the peace of mind that all of my my books are in order, that all of my taxes are filed, uh, we're not late doing things. It is such a relief. So you need to have a financial professional on your team. The next thing on my list of best investments is a program that actually addressed my immediate needs and that I had the capacity 
to show up for. And so group programs, this is on like my my best investments list and my worst investments list. But they're on both lists because of my capacity, because of the way that I showed up. And so in the scenario where I'm feeling like this program that I'm in or this this membership that I am in is is one of the best investments, it's because it addresses an immediate need that I have and I'm able to show up in a strong way. I have the capacity to do that. And so that's why I feel like it's one of my best investments. When I felt like a group program was not one of my best investments, it wasn't because of the program, it was because of me. And so again, when you're thinking about making investments in your business, those are just some of the things you want to think about. Think about what the, the return on investment is expected to be. Also think about what you need to do to see that return on investment and evaluate if you have the capacity to do what's necessary for you to see that return. The next thing that's on my list for best investments is outsourcing. So outsourcing different tasks, things that Of course, I automate lots in my business, but then things that need human touch that I can outsource, that I can hand off to somebody else, it frees up my time. It gives me back my time. And outsourcing is just amazing. And it's one of the best investments that I think all business owners should be making in their business because we can't do it alone. We should not be doing it alone. We need support. And so those things that are not in your zone of genius or just tasks that do not have to be completed by you, right? There are some things in your business that you have to do. Understandable. But there are some things that keep your business going that you don't have to do. Somebody else can do them and it does not change the image or the brand of your business. And so there'll be future episodes about outsourcing, but that has been one of the best investments for me. And I already talked about the software. So I just wanted to give you guys a quick little insight into some of the things that I have invested in in my business, what worked, what didn't work, and then also why they didn't work or why they did work. Really, a lot of the times it depends on us as the business owner. It depends on us as the business owner. And so as we are in this financial literacy month, um, I encourage you to evaluate the investments that you have made in your business. And if you feel like you've made some bad ones, it's okay. We live and we learn. We learn and we do better. That is the point. Let me know. Connect with me on Instagram at the mom CEO suite and let me know what have been some of the best financial investments that you have made in your business. All right, guys, it's been great chatting with you today. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Mom CEO Suite podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can you do us a favor? Leave a review on iTunes and share with other moms in business like you. Help us spread our message and empower others who are at this intersection of motherhood and entrepreneurship.